Hello, guys. How are we all doing? Welcome back to Anything Goes with me, Emma. Hope you guys are all having a good day. Funny story, I actually just recorded about 15 minutes of this episode, and I just didn't like it. And I've never done that with a podcast before. I've never, like, restarted, but I did today, so that's kind of odd. But anyway, let's get right into it. Today, we're going to be talking about my past with cheerleading. Uh, I got a lot of requests for this, weirdly enough. I did not expect to get a lot of requests for this topic because I just didn't think that people would be interested in it. But apparently you guys want to hear me talk about cheer. And I think it's probably because the cheer documentary on Netflix just came out and a lot of people are talking about cheer. It's kind of like the hot thing right now, which is crazy to me because when I did cheer, it was not cool to be a cheerleader. It's funny to see and I love how it's become more respected in the world I know a lot of people you know used to debate whether or not it was a sport and all that I think after this documentary a lot of people think it is a sport and have a lot of respect for it that they didn't before so that's been really amazing to see as an ex-cheerleader and you know you guys want to hear about it I have some pretty cool stories in my okay cool is a gross word to use I said that and I cringed immediately I have some pretty fascinating stories about cheer and just like my journey with it that I think would be maybe kind of interesting. Hopefully, we'll see. You can be the judge. You can let me know. So let's just hop right into it. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's DOS. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go on to it, and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. Um, Before I start, I want to explain cheerleading a tiny bit just for you guys who don't maybe understand how it's kind of all laid out. So there's a few different types of cheer. There's school cheer, which is basically run through your school, and you usually cheer for 
football games, basketball games, uh, all of that. And it's basically a school sport. So it's through your school. And uh, the difficulty level is usually a lot lower. Um, It's more dance-based rather than like tumbling and stunt-based. This is just stereotypically some school teams are really good and like are really um, like it's more of a serious thing. But I know for some schools it's also not. And that's been more of my experience. But that is school cheer. And then you have competitive cheer, which is it's a private owned kind of gym. It's basically like doing a club sport. So it's like not run through a school. It's like run on its own. And you're never cheering for a sport you're just cheering as a performance basically think of it as like competitive dance except for a little bit different you basically there's a bunch of different teams based on skill level and age uh levels one through six although five and level five and six are kind of similar skill level it's just slight differences but I won't get into that today um and then there's a bunch of different age groups and you basically compete at competitions against other teams in the same division as you and you try to win. And there's, you know, of course, some competitions that are the ideal ones that you want to go to, like NCA, which is a competition in Dallas, Texas. That's like the biggest cheer competition in the U.S. Every team goes or at least all of the like, you know, good teams go. And then you have Worlds, which is only for level five and six. That's basically like the quote unquote Olympics of cheerleading. And then you have Summit, which is like basically worlds, but for the lower level teams. Okay. So that's cheerleading. Um, That's basically the layout. And then of course there's college cheer too, but I'm not going to get into that today because I don't, I don't have any experience with that. So anywho, uh, let's just hop right the fuck into it. So I started cheer because my cousin was a cheerleader and she joined the gym in our town And she started kind of teaching me some cheer moves or whatever. And I really liked it. I actually thought it was really fun. And so I ended up joining the same gym as her. And the first team I got on was a youth level one. Okay. And let me tell you, we were fucking awful. Fucking awful. And actually, most of the teams at my first gym that I went to were not very good. Uh, Just because, you know, we were a small town and not a lot of cheerleaders went there. We we didn't have a lot of members at our cheer gym. And because of that, there was like less, like the teams weren't as strong, I think, because we didn't have as many high level athletes at the gym, right? So like we tried to have a level three team, but the level three team, which level three is like doing round off tucks, which is like, a round off and then a backflip for those who don't do cheer, don't know anything about that. And, you know, um, that was basically like the main skill that kind of differentiated level three from the other levels is that you were allowed to flip. So like our level three team wasn't very good because we only had probably seven people that could actually do those tumbling skills so we never ended up winning very often but I wasn't on that team until my third year at that gym so we'll get into that later basically our gym was not very good uh, but there was a lot of drama you know mainly because we lost a lot but also because there was a lot of competitiveness between the athletes right I remember me and this girl somehow built a feud I don't really know what happened I think her mom 
got kind of jealous in a sense of me because of like I think I was put in a better spot than her daughter in the routine and I was more front and center I think than her daughter and I think her mom got mad and then basically a feud started between me and this girl and it was like her mom was crazy she would sit in and stare at me during practices and was like micromanaging where I was in the routine versus her daughter and it was this whole crazy dance mom shit and my mom and I are very path of least resistance okay we just want to have fun so that was a definitely an upsetting experience um but it definitely put a fire under my ass because me and this girl have had this feud and so we wanted to be better than each other like we both wanted to be the best because she started to get really good and then I was like oh shit that's my like enemy I need to get better than her now so I put a fire under my ass and I ended up actually getting really fucking good probably because of her to be honest and we both ended up getting really good uh for that matter and the drama with that was terrifying I remember one time her mom called my mom and just said that I was bullying her daughter and I was like dude I've never spoken a word to your daughter since we've started our feud and I don't like confrontation so that's just not true and then they tried to get me kicked out of the gym and it was just this whole drama mind you at this time I'm like 11 I don't know what was going on um also just drama with the coaches they were really strict and rude for no reason uh love to scream at us for no reason mainly just for a power trip it was funny to me because we would get screamed at all the time but we weren't even good so I don't really know where the screaming got anyone um but it kind of got to a point after about three years of being at this smaller gym uh we just lost all the time we were constantly losing and my skill set kind of surpassed the level of this gym um there was not really a team that fit me well that was like challenging me at all uh I'd kind of reached the peak of potential for that gym um and so my friend and I decided that we were gonna go to this gym called California All-Stars which was basically one of the best gyms in the world I think it was top three uh they were famous within the cheer community for being one of the best They were super well-known. Every time you'd go to a cheer competition, if you were against California All-Stars, you would just accept the fact that you were losing. And I wanted that shit, dude. I wanted that so bad because I'd worked so hard for the past three years, you know, to get the skills that I had and, like, whatever. And I was, like, and so had my friend. And so we were, like, fuck it. We're going to convince our parents and we're going to go to California All-Stars. The gym was an hour and a half away. And we would have to be there three days a week. But somehow our parents let us go. And we were so relieved to get out of our old gym. It just felt like such drama, unnecessary drama. And like, it was like we were actually passionate about this in a different, larger way. And we were like, let's just get the fuck out of here. So we went to California All-Stars. And it was crazy. Number one you feel dope as fuck because you're at one of the best gyms in the country. But that doesn't mean that it's easy because I was used to practices that didn't really kick my ass. Uh, Well, when I went to California All-Stars, all of that changed. These practices, they were two hours, two to three times a week, which doesn't seem like a lot, but 
we would get our asses kicked, okay? The conditioning was insane. Like, girls would be throwing up, people would be crying, people would be, like, eating shit because they were too fatigued, they couldn't do it anymore. Like, we'd be, like, falling on our faces and shit because we were so tired. The flyers, which are the people that would get thrown up in the air, which was me, would get stretched until we cried. When it was time for competitions, like bigger competitions, we would have extra practices and we would be in the gym like five days a week, six days a week, right before a competition. We would all be exhausted. We'd all have bruises all over our bodies because, you know, we're throwing each other up in the air and then catching each other. It's inevitable that you're going to get bruises. We would, our bodies would be like constantly sore. Our joints would always be swollen. It was insane. But I fucking loved it. It was it was like my, I wouldn't want to do anything else. It was like, it. I was so fucking passionate about it. It was like I was doing homework on the way to practice, going to practice for two hours, coming home, icing my joints, doing more homework, going to bed at two, waking up, doing it all over again. And like I somehow like never got sick of it. And it was just like, it was my fucking, it was the love of my life. Like I was obsessed with it. And when we'd go to competitions, it only got better because we were all so conditioned and we were all in such good fucking shape from getting our ass kicked all the time that when we'd go to competitions, it was like seamless. And most of the time we would win until we'd go to the really big competitions, like the ones I mentioned earlier, like NCA and all that, where we would get our ass kicked sometimes because there were other gyms from other states that were on the same wave as us and they were getting their asses kicked as well. Um, but at the more local competitions, it was just like easy and it was fun. And performing was like the best. Performing was the best fucking feeling of my life. Like I've never felt a feeling like that. It's like you're so nervous and then you black out and you perform and then you get off stage and it's just like the most magical fucking feeling. And so I was addicted to it and I could not stop. So I didn't stop for fucking six years or whatever, but there were sacrifices that you made. You know what I mean? Like I, when I wasn't at practice, I was supposed to run two miles twice a week and post my proof that I was stretching on the team Facebook page. Like I had to show my uh, flexibility basically and show that I was stretching at home. Um, So that took up three days of the week when I wasn't, at practice two to three times a week and you know on top of that I was doing school and trying to like have a social life and so I didn't really end up having a social life my social life just ended up being cheer to be honest because I just didn't have time for anything else and so I started California All-Stars when I was in eighth grade and then um my second year of California All-Stars I was in high school and when I got to high school things started to get crazy this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because... I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend 
therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Imagine you find something that you love. Maybe you see your friend wearing a cool t-shirt and you're like, oh, I want that. And then they give you the website and you go onto it and it just doesn't feel quite right. That doesn't make you want to buy that t-shirt. A good website is crucial when it comes to selling your product or a brand. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. It's okay if you don't know the first thing about design. You can choose from professionally curated layouts with the Squarespace blueprint. Squarespace even has AI that can help you kickstart or update your website copy. If you're selling products, Squarespace makes checkout seamless for your customers with simple but powerful payment methods. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code EMMA. When I got to high school, shit got crazier. Just because I was like trying to balance being a high school student and doing cheer. And it was just like, it was crazy. Um, Not to mention my second year at California All-Stars, which was the year that I did it freshman year of high school. I remember I tried out and I wanted to level up from level three to level four. But during tryouts, I ate shit and I didn't land my skill. So I went home and I cried for three days and I ended up making level three again and I was pretty fucking upset. So that kind of bothered me and that kind of bothered me the whole season because I just wanted to level up so bad and I didn't. So it was fucking heartbreaking for me and that kind of bummed me out the whole season. Um, But then on top of that, it was my first year of high school and I'm like figuring that all out. So it was tough. But I remember that year of cheer, um, which was actually my last year, spoiler alert. I remember I had some like traumatizing experiences that I wanted to share. Number one, I sprained my ankle so fucking badly. We were basically doing this stunt where basically it was a dismount from a stunt. So it's basically how you get out of the stunt. So to make it look presentable, it was basically where I would lay on my back, they would lift me up and I was laying on my back and then they would throw my legs over and I'd split them and then I'd land on the floor with my feet together. So they'd throw me over. So I basically do like a flip over my head and then land on my feet. And I remember one time I just didn't have my footing right and I landed straight on my ankle with my whole body weight. I'm literally cringing right now just talking about it and I sprained my ankle so bad I couldn't breathe for like probably five minutes I couldn't stand on it I was like I had to drag myself off of the mat and I couldn't even cry because it hurt so bad I was hyperventilating it was the worst pain I've ever felt to this day and I've broken bones I don't even understand how something could be that painful I I thought that my ankle had snapped in half it in fact had and I just sprained it really bad or I think I tore a ligament maybe I don't remember but it was so bad and I remember I had to sit out for a little bit with my sprained ankle but then 
even when it was still fully sprained and hurting, I went back to practice and I was practicing on my sprained ankle and it was fucking traumatizing. Uh, Another time I was really sick. I had a 104 fever at practice and I went anyway. And I asked if I could maybe participate a little bit less because, oh, I don't know. I had a 104 fever. And if you guys have ever had a 104 fever, your body feels like it's a thousand pounds and you can barely move. Okay. They made me practice with a 104 fever and I was sobbing the entire practice because I was in so much pain and it was so uncomfortable, but I did it anyway. And all of these little things like that kind of started to set me off because it was getting to a point where the team that I was on was not the team I wanted to be on. I did not level up. I was like going through these like tough mental and physical battles right just to be on a team that I didn't really want to be on I wanted to be on a different team and so I was starting to get really uninspired um but at the same time I'd created such strong bonds with everybody on the team and and with everybody at the gym and like I was still passionate about the sport it was just I was kind of discouraged at that moment and on top of that I wanted to start high school cheer I was like well doing high school cheer could either make me want to quit competitive cheer Or it could just reinforce my love for competitive cheer. So let's do it. So I joined my high school team um, freshman year. And I joined late because I didn't expect myself to want to do it. I didn't think I'd even have time on my schedule to do it. And to be honest, I didn't. But I did it anyways. I tried out anyway, uh, like two months late. And I made the team, obviously, because I did cheer already. So I had all the skills level. Like, there was no way I wasn't going to make the team. Um, school cheer was not my thing. Um, I hated cheering for games. I had to practice three times a week for high school cheer. While I was also practicing two to three times a week for competitive cheer. So it was like this fucking weird, like, I was like doing both. And I like sometimes would have to skip high school practices to go to um, competitive cheer practices because with competitive cheer, you can't miss a practice or else you literally get kicked off the team. Um, Whereas with high school cheer, it was a little bit less like strict. So I would have to miss practices sometimes. Sometimes practices would like overlap where I'd have to like, you know, go to high school practice for like an hour and then drive all the way across town an hour and a half and then go to fucking my competitive cheer practice. It was a mess, okay? But I managed to make it work. Um, And I hated high school cheer, though. I really hated it. I fucking hated it. I was like, I remember one time I got dropped pretty badly because I was a flyer for my high school team as well. And we were trying this new stunt um, on a hard mat with no springs. And they dropped me like bad just onto my back and that was when I knew that I needed to stop doing high school cheer because they fucking fully dropped me and it scared the shit out of me on a hard mat and I realized that they are not like in competitive cheer everybody's very trustworthy like everybody knows what they're doing it's very rare that you hurt yourself when you're stunting I mean it happens for sure but like there's a lot more training that goes into the stunts that we're doing and we're a lot more prepared whereas with high school cheer we just weren't trained to be doing 
difficult stunts. So I got dropped and I was freaked out and I decided I needed to back off from school cheer and I was like, I'm only going to do, you know, the easy stunts from now on. I don't want to, I'm not going to, I don't want to try crazy shit with this team, but I stayed on the team and fast forward, I end up having to miss a lot of practices around the time of NCA, which was the big cheer competition. And so I was missing a bunch of high school practices and missing some games when we had to cheer for games. And so they kicked me off the team. They kicked me off the cheer team. And I was mad about this because I was like, I mean, I was kind of relieved, but I was also kind of like, yo, I'm missing practices to do cheer elsewhere. And then when I come back, I know how to do everything still that you guys are learning. Like, because I was doing cheer elsewhere, it wasn't like I was missing practice to do nothing. I was missing practice to do cheer. And then I'd come back the next practice and get filled in in five minutes and it was fine. It was never an actual problem. I think the problem was is that I think the captains of the team were kind of just salty at me for some reason. I kind of got that vibe. And I think that they just were like, they thought that I thought that I was better than everybody because I was doing cheer at a separate gym. But like really it was just like I just was passionate about cheer and wanted to do both. But they were kind of like, no, like you're being like, you know, bitchy because you're not putting your full attention and love towards our team but it was like I was showing up and doing my job for the high school team and and then some so me being kicked off had to have just been an ego issue in my opinion so I was kicked off the high school cheer team and I just continued doing competitive cheer okay NCA comes around uh we lose we got six I was heartbroken and uh I decided I'm gonna quit competitive cheer I was like fuck this shit I'm done. I just couldn't do it anymore. I was so burnt out. I had been doing cheer for six years. And, you know, I think the combination of doing high school cheer and competitive cheer just made me lose my mind. So I quit. And it was one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make because cheer became my whole entire life for six years. I had no other thoughts. I had no other care in the world. That was all I thought about. That was all I cared about. Um... You know, it took away my summers because I was doing cheer camp all summer and I had rigorous practices all summer. So it wasn't like I could go on vacation during the summer. I literally couldn't go on summer vacation because I was practicing all summer. Uh, You know, during the school year, there were like, I know a lot of kids had to miss prom because they had to go to cheer competitions. Like it was like that. And so I wanted my life back. So I did. I quit and I got my life back. And, you know, I already had gotten kicked off the high school team. So I basically had a free schedule, which was when I started doing cross country and track, which is a story for another day. But, um, you know, and I sucked at cross country and track. Oh, my God. But the last cheer story I have is after I'd quit high school or well, after I'd already quit competitive cheer and then got kicked off the high school team, the high school team had a performance and they were like, hey, one of our flyers uh, can't perform. Do you want to step in? And I was like, okay, so y'all motherfuckers just kicked me off. And now you want me back suddenly and randomly. Okay, you know what? Sure. At that point, I was kind of missing cheer a little bit because I had already been done for a few months. And so I agreed. And lo and behold, I practiced with them twice, performed with them. And during that performance, I broke my hand. 
because somebody was in the, they basically, we had to kind of reformulate the routine, if that makes sense. Like we had to kind of re reconfigure the routine. And one of the girls forgot that we had changed something. So she walked right in front of me while I was tumbling and my hand bent under itself and I broke, I broke the like bone right below my pinky finger knuckle. So if you feel that bone, it's just this straight bone. I broke right under there, kind of near the knuckle actually. And I broke it within the first 30 seconds of the performance. And I didn't know what had happened. I thought maybe it was fine. So I performed on it. I had so much adrenaline that I just performed on top of my broken hand. I'm tumbling on it. I'm doing stunts on it on a hard mat, no springs. And I fucking did that shit. And I remember I get off the stage, if you will, or it was more of the mat because it wasn't really a stage, but I get off the mat and I look down at my hand and my hand is fucking bent. Like my hand like could fold over in a way I'd never seen it do before. So I get off stage and I'm like, I think this is broken. Uh, and my mom was like, holy shit, honey, we're taking you to the urgent care. And I was like, okay. So first I go and get myself some sushi. So my mom and I go and get sushi with this fucking broken hand that looks like limp and shit. I'm being dramatic. It was not that bad, but I mean, it was fully broken. Uh, you could see it, you know, but we went and got sushi first. And then we went to urgent care and we got the x-rays and whatever and it was broken. And so then I was really done with cheer. Any chance of me going back and doing cheer again was, I was like, no. That was what sealed the deal for me. I decided I never wanted to do cheer again. Um, and that was that. So that was the end of my cheer journey. This episode is brought to you by Haagen-Dazs. There's a new love in my life and it's delicious. It's the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche ice cream bar. Wow, it's good. I've been obsessed with having a little sweet treat after dinner, and these ice cream bars could not be more perfect. They're rich and indulgent. They're so creamy and so high quality. They could not be more delicious. So when you're ready to treat yourself just because, fall in love with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche ice cream bar. That's Dawes. Find at retailers nationwide. This episode is brought to you by Beyond Natural Pet Food. Cats are not real human children. However, I have two cats, Declan and Frankie, and they mean so much to me that they might as well be. We love our pets. Our pets are our world. And Beyond Pet Food makes it simple to care for your pets while caring for the wider world too. Beyond recipes are made with wholesome ingredients like wild-caught salmon and organic free-range chicken. It's natural with added vitamins, minerals, and nutrients. And Beyond has donated almost half a million dollars to the Nature Conservancy to support initiatives like improving ethical fishing practices and promoting sustainable food production. Good for your pet and for your world. Visit beyondpetfood.com to check out all of Beyond's natural recipes. But I wanted to talk about kind of a funny element of cheer that, I don't know, I just think it was interesting. So when... I was a cheerleader. There was this whole community within cheer. It was like its own kind of cult and community. Um, and there were cheer celebrities, like celebrity cheer celebrities um, that everybody envied and wanted to be. And everybody would watch their teams perform just to see their favorite cheer celebrity. It was like a full 
we literally called it cheer liberty how fucking cringy is that but you know there was like and you know when you'd go to the big competitions those teams would be there and you would watch your favorite teams perform and it was like fucking magical uh and i know one of the girls that was one of my favorites she's actually in the cheer show on netflix her name is gabby butler and i remember i was obsessed with gabby butler um I remember I took a photo with her at a cheer competition. Still have that photo to this day. It's fucking iconic. Uh, yeah, I was like her biggest fucking fan. I wanted to be her. And so, you know, after they would perform, we would take photos with our favorite cheer celebrities. And I don't know. And some of them, you know, had YouTube channels. I know there was one girl that had a YouTube channel that was a cheerleader. And I was obsessed with her. And I one time saw her dad at a cheer competition. And I went up to her dad and I was like, I love your daughter. Like I watch her videos and it's just so funny. It was like, it was so funny how this community was like so weirdly tight knit, but also like there was still that like, like idolizing. It was so interesting. So anyway, I loved it though. I loved every minute. Um, And I wish I could go back. And that's my cheer story. I hope that that was even relatively interesting. Um, I don't know how it could be, to be honest. Sorry, needed a sip of coffee. Um, I don't know if that was interesting, but that was my cheer journey. Um, I can still tumble to this day, but I'm not flexible anymore. Oh my God, I lost all of my flexibility and I'm so sad because it would just be so fun if I could just fucking do the splits and shit. Um, I probably missed some stories that, like some cheer stories, but I feel like that's all I have for right now. That's all I can remember. But let's answer some cheer questions. First question, were your teammates nice or were they stereotypically mean? Like what you see in the movies. Definitely not stereotypically mean. Like I actually, I think majority of the girls were really nice and cool and I got along with 90% of them. But of course, in any group of teen girls, there's going to be some conflict. So there was definitely a few girls that were mean, but I don't think that that had anything to do with cheerleading and everything to do with the fact that we were all teen girls and some teen girls are just fucking rude. Next question, how many friends did you make from it? I actually made so many friends. Like I would say 50% of my friends were cheer friends uh, back in the day. I don't really speak to many of them now, but I mean, we're all on good terms. If I reached out to them, it would probably be fun. But, you know, they're all in college, living their life and shit. So, yeah, but I definitely had some like homies that I like kept around for a while from cheer, which was really special. Next question, did cheer teach you any important life lessons? I would say yes. It made me realize like the importance of showing up on time and showing up like when you're asked because, you know, and it made me good at it too because like, you know, we had these practices and you you couldn't be late, you know, or else you'd get kicked off or with California All-Stars anyways. Um, you had to be on time. Like everything was, this, the rules were so strict, right? So it kind of ingrained in me to be on time and to show up ready. And it also taught me how to work with a team in a way that I had never done before. And like how, you know, working together rather than against each other is so valuable when you're on a team. It's like supporting one another and being uplifting to one another creates like team morale that's unstoppable but the second that you start turning on each other and resenting each other if somebody's struggling is the second that your team is going to fail and I think that that was a really great metaphor for me for life um 
but also just like the beauty of working together and me being somebody who's quite a control freak, having to put my control freak side aside and kind of work together with a team like really made me put myself second in a sense for once and like made me realize that like we have to all be in this together and shit we're all you know next question was there a lot of pressure to look a certain way a thousand percent oh my god um I hate to fucking bring up this topic again because it just sucks and it's not fun to talk about but I do think that cheer kind of has is this, is slightly responsible for a decent amount of my body image issues that I've had just because I was a flyer, which was somebody that needed to be lifted up. And, you know, as a flyer, you want to stay light. So I was, became kind of obsessed with my nutrition at a very young age. I was like counting my calories and like doing research on foods that were good for you, which I think actually the you know, me educating myself at a young age on fitness and nutrition and like how to stay in shape was good. But I think that it got to a point where it was obsessive. And I think that that was really negative for me. But I think I did learn a lot about, you know, healthy eating and how it in whatever, which is actually really valuable. So it was like this double edged sword with that. But um, because then it also was like, you know, half of these girls, especially the cheer liberties that I mentioned earlier, are fucking shredded like six pack, huge muscles, like whatever. And I wanted to look like that too, because that's what was cool in the cheer community. And I never really got there, but um, just cause I don't think I'm built like that. I don't think I can get like that. But you know, I was like doing 300 sit-ups every night so that I could look like that. And I never fully got there, but definitely. And also even at the cheer competitions, you know, your hair, your makeup, uh, you know, needs to be fucking on point or else you're getting judged by other teams. You know, you have to have a spray tan or else you aren't fitting in like because everybody needs to be tan for some reason. So I'd get spray tans for every single competition or do, you know, loving tan or whatever. Um, there is definitely a huge focus on the appearance, mainly being shredded tan and having fire hair and makeup was was the focus. And I mean, I actually kind of liked getting dolled up like that. I remember, oh my God, my fucking freshman year self, I remember I would get so excited for cheer competitions because it would get me, give me an excuse to get super dressed up. And I thought that I looked so fucking good and I'd send Snapchats to boys. So that is that. And they probably were like, at the time, being a cheerleader wasn't that cool, whereas now it is, but it wasn't back then. So they probably were like, what the fuck is, why is she, why does she look like she's going to a pageant? Um, but I thought that I looked hot, so kind of a shame whatever somebody asked me what was my favorite move or trick probably a round off tuck was just my favorite because it was it just became really easy for me um which is basically a round off where you do a cartwheel but then at the end you put your feet together and you jump it's very hard to explain if you want to google a round off tuck feel free so round off tuck was my favorite I also used to really like standing tucks which is where you basically do a backflip just standing like you just don't even, you just stand there. And I got kind of good at those, but those were really hard. I wasn't as good at standing tumbling because I feel like my leg strength wasn't very good. Whereas my like upper body strength was better than my leg strength. So I wasn't as good at like doing shit just from standing, but I did like doing standing tucks. Um, somebody said, please talk about the hair loss because of the tight as fuck ponytails that damage your hair. 
I actually, my hairline receded a little bit. It grew back, but my hairline did recede from doing cheer and my hair was burnt because I used to dye it blonde. Um, and like all the teasing, you do so much teasing. Basically with cheer hair, the bigger, the better. So you wanted to tease it as big as you could, which is like back combing and making your hair huge um, while also looking somehow pr- clean at the same time. It was very weird. Um, like you didn't want your hair to look like a rat's nest. You wanted it to look like this beautiful bump of hair, right? Um, but that teasing is super damaging. It would take two hours to comb out ever after every time we'd perform. It was a fucking mess. It was so difficult. Um, and my hair was super damaged and only recently has it all grown out. Now all my cheer hair is gone finally after like three years. Somebody said, do you think you would have done something with it if you didn't start YouTube and your gut didn't tell you that it wasn't right for you? Um, I don't think I actually would have because after I broke my hand, I just was so over it. And I and it was it was a combination of breaking my hand in in getting sixth at NCA with my team um I just was over it and also I was about to age out anyway because basically you can only really do cheer competitively until you're a senior in high school and I only had two years left and I was kind of like I don't want to waste two years of my life aka the rest of my high school years doing cheer when I'm just when I'm not even gonna be on my dream team that I'd always wanted to be on um I was at my dream gym but I wasn't at my on my dream team so I just ended up quitting, which is probably not necessarily the best. But I am glad I quit because now look at me. I found other passions. You know what I mean? And that wasn't my passion. That wasn't my long-term passion. And I found passion in um, in other things as, as well after that when it came to sports. Because I, I ended up doing track and I ended up doing hurdles for a season. And I actually really loved doing hurdles. And I would have never found that out if I wouldn't have quit cheer. So... Somebody said, here we don't have cheer in schools, so how would you describe the whole thing to someone who doesn't have a clue how it is? So I already kind of explained that a little bit in the beginning, but I will go into high school cheer a little bit more. Basically, high school cheer, at least at my school, it's basically where our team was also a competition team, so actually my high school team would compete against other high schools, but it was really weird because we wouldn't do like a normal performance. We would do like a cheer like t-i-g-e-r we would do a cheer like that perform that in front of judges and then we do a short um competitive if you will routine and compete but besides that we were mainly doing pep rallies like you know different rallies at school we were doing we would cheer for uh football and basketball which the t- football players and the basketball players hated us they thought we were so fucking annoying and i don't blame them because it's just loud it's not fun like they don't like it like they literally don't like it also all the stereotypes about like cheerleaders getting a bunch of dudes not true i got no dudes from being a cheerleader at all dudes thought cheerleaders were annoying the guys wanted to date the girls that like played soccer or like did track because like they're you know they thought that that was hot so the cheerleaders kind of got no love also the cheerleaders at my school anyway not popular that was not how it worked like it wasn't like the popular girls did cheer mind you I did go to all girl catholic school and our brother school was an all boys catholic school so like we had a kind of different situation but it wasn't like the normal stereotypical public high school cheerleader jock situation like we just didn't have that but but even when we were like around the guys that was from our brother's school we still didn't get any love so that was that 
Somebody said, how do you feel about the rhinestone uniforms? The uniforms for cheer are so fucking insane. They're like so glammed out and like so extreme, but I fucking loved it. It's one of those things where you have to lean into it, right? It's like you kind of know it's a little bit corny. You know it's a little bit weird, but like you just have to immerse yourself in it and like enjoy it because it's fun to get glammed up like that. So I always loved it, to be honest, and like the big bows and shit. Like I... I just let myself enjoy it. It's like you can think that it's kind of bizarre and weird or you could just be like, this is what it is and I'm going to enjoy it. Um, so that's kind of how I handled that. Um, last cheer question and then I'm just going to start talking about random shit because I have some other random shit I want to talk about. If you could turn back time, would you still enter cheer? Absolutely. Cheer was one of the best things I ever did in my life and it was it has some of my favorite memories um, and it just has such a warm feeling it, it makes me feel warm in my heart even though I had some shitty experiences within it like I I still like love it like I love it I I like I still watch cheer routines to this day sometimes and and I miss it and I miss performing and I like it it gives me this warm and fuzzy feeling in my heart so that's cheer baby oh my god I literally just looked over at my nightstand I record these podcasts in my guest bedroom and there's a coffee sitting in here half finished from when I recorded last time, which was a week ago. So I should probably put that in the dishwasher. Anyways, now let's talk about other shit that's not cheer related. Um, I've been doing the same shit since last week. I'm still playing Fortnite. Oh, but last night, let me tell you, last night I caved and I started watching Tiger King. Everybody's been talking about Tiger King which is this new Netflix show, which is basically about these people that are fucking insane that like breed big cats, i.e. tigers, lions, etc. And everybody has been talking about Tiger King, okay? And I normally don't like to watch shows that everybody's raving about because I always feel like I'm gonna get disappointed. But for some reason, every time it's a Netflix documentary of some sort, I know I'm gonna love it. Um, so I ended up starting that last night cause I could not fall asleep cause my sleep schedule has been so fucked. I've been going to bed at like four 30 every night, probably because I'm on my phone fucking idiot. Um, but anyway, started watching tiger King y'all. This shit's crazy. This shit is crazy. You guys need to watch this. It is so fucking good. It's just so good in the drama. Oh, it's beautiful. It's the drama is amazing. It's like it's a combination. It's like funny because the characters in this, I mean, it's not characters. They're real people, but they, you know, they are such characters. The people on this show are such characters. And on top of that, it's like such a funny, like weird community of people that are all so bizarre. And it's just so fun like it's so fun and then you know but within that there's mixed in some murder mysteries it's like and like some like you know weird cult shit it's like crazy everything I'm into in a show everything I'm into in a show a little bit of murder mystery a little bit of cult drama um a little bit of eccentricness and a little bit of kind of weird fucking Florida ass shit like just some weird shit right like for example one of the people this isn't a spoiler so don't worry but like one of the guys who raises the big cats he like also makes country music and he makes these fucking corny ass 
music videos for them and they include them in the show and they're f- so hysterical to me I was crying laughing watching these they're so funny and he's so funny and he doesn't even know it like but he's also I think he's kind of a murderer I don't know I don't know if he's gonna be a murderer but I feel like he's gonna kill somebody in the show nobody spoil it for me but he kind of gives me murderer vibes so we'll see uh but I still like stand him low-key Joe Exotic for all you who have watched the show but it's so amazing so I definitely recommend watching it uh if you're into that shit it's literally everything that I could want in a show. So I'm super excited to keep watching it. And I rarely get excited about shows. But um, that's been that. And then what else have I been doing? Uh, I'm definitely running out of like life experience and things to talk about here. Because I literally have not lived in in days. So I'm kind of losing my marbles. But um, I think the, the whole... I don't want to touch on this too much. But I will just maybe make you guys give you maybe we can be in this together um I'm I was actually really enjoying being inside and taking this time to relax um and like get creative find myself whatever whatever um totally I was enjoying it right uh I'm losing it now I'm starting to lose it a little bit I'm starting to really miss everything Um, and it's definitely taking a little bit of a toll on me, but Hey, we're in this together, right guys? We're going to get through this shit. And, uh, and that's that. I think we have another month, at least in LA. So, uh, we'll see how that goes. I think that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, feel free to ask me questions at AG podcast. That is our Twitter. Uh, I always tweet the topic. You guys can tweet me questions about whatever next week's topic is going to be. Also feel free to uh request topics that you want me to speak about i like this podcast to be very interactive and i like to be have an open conversation with you guys so feel free to uh tell me what you want me to talk about uh and i love that and appreciate that so yeah that's that i hope you guys are staying sane help healthy staying inside uh, i think we all know that we're all staying inside at this point i feel like that's i feel like people are now actually staying inside so that's good news um but yeah I love you all I appreciate you all keep it real keep it 100 I'm not gonna say that I was gonna say keep it 100 but that's fucking gross and uh peace out love ew I was gonna say peace out love you but then I said peace out love that's fucking gross ew sorry let me try that again peace out love you guys a lot